Welcome to Gospel Truth with Andrew Womack, a teaching ministry emphasizing God's unconditional love and grace. We pray that you'll be blessed as Andrew teaches insights from the life of Elijah. And now, here's Andrew. And you know what this is saying? They would never even die and get buried with any honor or something. They would be eaten by an animal and then they would be put out on the ground as dung. An absolute, total insult. Did you know that this all came to pass? I haven't got time to turn over there and read all of this, but let me just summarize it. That in the 22nd chapter of 1 Kings, Ahab goes to battle. And remember, he was never supposed to even be king at this time. Jehu was supposed to be king, but he went to battle and he was killed in battle. He disguised himself and acted like he was just one of the regular soldiers, and yet... Uh, Jehoshaphat, who is the king of Judah, the southern kingdoms, who had made an alliance with Ahab. He had taken Ahab's daughter to be his daughter-in-law, which wound up costing him the lives of every one of his children and grandchildren except one. This wicked woman, the daughter of Jezebel, killed all of Jehoshaphat's children. There's a great lesson in this, and that is that, you know what? You do not sleep with the enemy. You do not make alliances with the ungodly. Now, we reach out and love and we reach out and tell people the truth, but I guarantee you there is a right and a wrong way to relate to this world. And 2 Corinthians chapter 6, this is New Testament scripture, says, What fellowship hath Christ with Belial? What, what concord hath light with darkness? Come out from among them. Be ye separate. Touch not the unclean thing. We are supposed to reach out to the ungodly and love them and witness to them, and I do that. But I guarantee you, I am not in cahoots with them. I am not unequally yoked together with the unbelievers. There is a right and a wrong way to relate, and you can see this in Jehoshaphat, that he made this alliance, and whatever short-term benefit he gained by this, in the long run, he lost dozens of his children murdered by this evil woman, and only one of his children survived, and that was a miracle, and it cost him tremendous suffering. And Jehoshaphat went into battle with Ahab, and Ahab knew that Benadad was out to get him, and so he didn't wear his kingly garments. He disguised himself as just a regular soldier, but he told Jehoshaphat, you wear all of your royal garments. Boy, I tell you, Jehoshaphat was dumber than a bag of rocks to go into battle like this dressed as the king, and everybody was going to think that he was the king of Israel, Ahab. And so Benadad told his people, he says, you don't fight with anybody, you go kill Ahab. And so his people, when they saw Jehoshaphat dressed up in all of his royal apparel and he was in his chariot, the Syrian soldiers surrounded him and they were ready to kill him. And Jehoshaphat cried out for his life and said, I'm not Ahab, I'm the king of Israel. I mean of Judah, not the king of Israel. And when they saw that he wasn't Ahab, they let him go and he barely escaped with his life. But because God had marked Ahab for defeat. Remember that in 1 Kings chapter 19, he had told Elijah to go anoint Jehu, and it was God's will that Jehu kill Ahab and take over the kingdom. But since Elijah didn't do his part, Jehu didn't do his part, and in this battle, even though Ahab was disguised as just a regular soldier, it says that a man drew a bow on a venture 
And he just shot an arrow in the air. He wasn't even shooting directly at Ahab. He just shot it in the air. Ahab was wearing armor and the arrow entered in through a joint in the armor. In other words, one of the few places on Ahab's body that his armor didn't protect him, this arrow found its mark, entered in, and wounded him. And Ahab stayed up in the chariot for a number of hours trying to win the battle, but finally towards the evening time he was dying and he just called retreat and all of the Israelis uh, retreated in defeat and Ahab died that day in battle. And they took his chariot down to the vineyard of Naboth that Ahab had now taken over and they were washing out the chariot and getting the blood out of it and the dogs came and licked the blood of Ahab in the exact spot where he had killed Naboth. And this was the prophecy of Elijah. He says, in the place where the dogs have licked uh, Naboth's blood, the dogs are going to lick your blood, and it came to pass. And then over in 2 Kings chapter 9, Elijah also prophesied that the dogs would eat Jezebel by the wall of Jezreel. And all of this happened when Jehu was anointed to be king by Elisha's servant. And Jehu came out and he had all of this anointing oil all over him. All of the other captains of the army of um, Jehoram at that time, that was the son of Ahab, all of the other captains made him king. And Elijah, I mean, excuse me, Jehu got in his chariot and headed for the palace at Jezreel. And when they saw him coming, they said, He driveth furiously. Apparently, Jehu had quite a reputation for the way he drove. And so they could recognize him when he was far off just by the way he was driving furiously. And they sent messengers out and says, Are you coming in peace? And every time a messenger came, Elijah, uh, Jehu would say, How can there be peace as long as that Jezebel, the queen, is alive? And he would say, you either turn after me or we'll kill you. So all of the messengers that went out to Jehu didn't come back and bring word. Instead, they became a part of the army that was coming against Jezreel. So finally, when um, Jehu reached the wall of Jezreel, um, Jezebel knew what was up. She knew what was happening. So it says that she painted her face. She put on all of her makeup. You know, she was an old woman at this time, but apparently she had been a good looker in her day or something. And so anyway, she painted herself up. She was up in a, I think, a fourth or fifth story window and she looked out. And as, as Jehu approached the city gates, she yelled out of the window. And she says, is there peace? How can you do these kind of things? She basically was criticizing him for treason. And Jehu said, how can there be peace as long as you and your wicked kingdom is still ruling. And then he called out and he says, Is there anybody that's a servant of the Lord up there? And a eunuch stuck his head out of the window. And he says, Cast that wicked woman out of the window. And he pushed her out of the window. She fell four stories, landed on the pavement. And then Jehu rode his chariot back and forth across her and just mutilated her. And then he went in and the whole city welcomed him. They were glad to get rid of this ungodly rule. And he sat down and began to eat. And while he was eating, he said, you know, she was the daughter of a king. And so take her out and bury her. And he sent his men out to gather Jezebel's body and go bury her. And by the time they got out there, 
All that was left was her skull, the palms of her hands, and the palms of her feet, and the rest of her the dogs had eaten. And this prophecy of Elijah came to pass. I tell you what, this, this is amazing. So we are now coming down to the end of Elijah's life. And man, I've just, there's so many important things. 2 Kings chapter 1, the son of Ahab, Ahaziah was his name. He was king over Israel and he fell down through an upper story and injured himself on a beam and he got sick because of it. It doesn't make clear what it was, but it could have been some kind of infection like a gangrene or something like that. And he sent messengers to Beelzebub, the god of Ekron. Now, his parents, Ahab and Jezebel, had instituted Baal worship, but apparently uh, Ahaziah didn't have any confidence in Baal, so he was sending his servants to go to Ekron and inquire of Beelzebub, the god of Ekron, whether he would recover or not. And God spoke to Elijah and told him what was going on, and he intercepted the messengers, and here's what he said unto them. In verse 4, it says, Now therefore, thus saith the Lord, Thou shalt not come down from that bed on which thou art gone up, but shalt surely die. And Elijah departed. And he said in the previous verse, Why are you going to Beelzebub, the god of Ekron? Is it because there isn't a god in Israel? And he rebuked him for it. So anyway, these messengers turned around. They came back to the king much sooner than they would have if they had gone all the way to this other nation. And he asked, Why did you come back so quickly? And look at this. They said in verse 6, They said unto him, There came a man up to meet us, and he said unto us, Go, turn thee again uh, unto the king that sent you, and say unto him, Thus saith the Lord, Is it not because there is not a God in Israel that thou sendest to inquire of Beelzebub, the God of Ekron? Therefore thou shalt not come down from that bed on which thou art gone up, but shalt surely die. And so the king, this is Ahaziah, said unto them, What manner of man was he which came up to meet you and told you these words? And they said unto him, He was a hairy man and girt with a girdle of leather about his loins. And he said, It is Elijah the Tishbite. You know, it's amazing that out of millions of people that you could just give this description, he was a hairy man and he had a leather, leather girdle around his loins. And he says, it's Elijah the Tishbite. Apparently, Elijah had quite a reputation for the way that he dressed. I've read some scholars, and I don't know where they come up with this, but they said that Elijah was a man that had a beard like down to his uh, knees. He just was this hairy man, and he always wore these certain clothes. But anyway, uh, somehow from the way he was dressed, uh, he knew that it was Elijah and I've got to give this piece of information. I've said this many times during this series, but you've got to remember that this king's father, this, this king was named Ahaziah, his father was Ahab, and Elijah had prophesied that the dogs would lick the blood of Ahab in the very spot where he had killed Naboth. And that came to pass in the 21st chapter of 1 Kings. And he had also prophesied that the dogs would eat Jezebel. In, by the wall of Jezreel. Now that hadn't happened yet. That didn't happen until later in 2 Kings chapter 9. But this king, Ahaziah, had seen Elijah's prophecy and Elijah had just devastated the entire house of Ahab and all of his descendants. That's all the time we have for today, but be sure and tune in again as Andrew continues to teach on the life of Elijah. 
Take the opportunity to learn valuable life lessons from the Bible and avoid the school of hard knocks by getting Andrew's complete series titled Lessons from Elijah. It's available in either a CD or DVD album, a book in either English or Spanish, or in a study guide. Each of these valuable resources is available for a gift of any amount. The fifth audio teaching in today's series is titled Elijah's Translation. It's available for a gift of any amount when you write or call. We encourage everyone to give, but if you're simply unable to afford it, Andrew and his partners will provide this fifth CD free of charge. Our address is P.O. Box 3333, Colorado Springs 80934, or call 719-635-1111. Again, that's 719-635-1111, or go to our website at any hour. You can use credit card to order any of our ministry materials online 24 hours a day at www.awmi.net. Also, be sure to check out the TV broadcast link to find out about the Gospel Truth TV program in your area. Hello, this is Andrew Womack, and I'm the host of the Gospel Truth radio program that has been airing on radio since 1976. But we have just canceled our radio programs. I'm sad to do that, but I think that that's what I had to do. And I want to let you know that we still have our television program available, heard all over the world. We have so much ministry material available to you on our website. There's just a number of ways that you can still take advantage of the truths that God has given me. So go check it out. You can go to awmi.net on our website, and it just has all kinds of ways that you can still continue to receive. So God bless you as you continue to grow in your relationship with the Lord. Gospel Truth Radio is changing to Andrew Womack Recorded Live. Starting in November, you'll now hear the full teaching once a week. Don't forget to tune in 